Hello everyone, this is Dave from Opposing the Matrix. It is, um, let's see, what is it? It's 3-3 uh, three, three of 2021, approximately 9.30 in the evening. I'm a little under the weather, but I just, I'm the kind of person that just can't sit around and do nothing while I'm not feeling good, so I figured I'd do a radio show. I felt a little under the weather yesterday, too, and... Um, I put together something well over the last couple of days that I wanted to share with you. Um, I go into something called gamatria, and what it is, it's uh, the use of uh, assigning each letter a number and finding other words that equal or are equivalent to that number. I use the Hebrew gamatria. Um, I don't make this a habit. It's it's kind of like a very small part-time hobby, but I found that um, a lot of things with the gematria tend to, for some odd reason, um, tend to work out when it comes to um, a person or an organization. And, uh, and let me tell you right now, I don't do this just anybody. I don't check on everybody yet. <laughs> I don't think I've ever checked on my wife's gamatria. I think I checked on mine once a long time ago. But uh, just on uh, people that are giving us grief these days um, in government, uh, in politics, in uh, the world arena, so to speak. I did George Soros, uh, one on him. I did one on uh, Bill Gates, which is very interesting. Another one on Mark Zuckerberg. Um we did Pelosi, um, um, Schumer, I don't think I did yet. Um, but anyway, people that are giving us grief. I did Trump, and man, boy, did that turn out to be really good. Nothing but good about that guy. Um, anyway, and let me repeat, I said nothing but good about that guy. I know that some people were going to take that as there was nothing good about that guy, but no, everything was good. Anyway, um I was thinking the other day, and I wanted to type in Pfizer. I, I've always had a strange feeling about Pfizer. I worked in pharmacy for 25 years, and I'm currently a psych nurse. But um, having worked in pharmacy, I've seen some strange things, not necessarily all by um, by Pfizer, but uh, drug companies, um, <laughs> they're in business, okay, and they do things like businesses do. Um, for a long time, drug companies would come to the pharmacies and they would take us out to dinner or they would bring us coffee mugs or stacks of uh, writing pads, pens, the whole nine yards. And uh, it was all in an effort to get us to sway the doctors to start writing for their for their medications. Pardon me, I get out of breath pretty easy these days. Um, but um, after a while, that, that became illegal. And uh, for obvious reasons, because basically it was a lobbying campaign uh, to get their drugs on the market uh, to sell a little better. Um, and they thought that pharmacy had uh, some kind of influence over to the doctors, and sometimes we did. Uh, but for the most part, doctors are smart enough to make up their mind on their own, you know. So um, anyway, that having been said, I am... Um, You'll notice that I've got a new setup here. Um, 
we are before we get into the Gamatria thing. I guess there's a few things we should address. Um, I've I've got another uh, new thing. It's a Focusrite two by two, and uh, it will allow me to hook up not just this microphone but also this one. And this is a Rode um, dynamic microphone, so whoever speaks into this one, it'll just be their voice you hear. This is a um, a different kind of microphone right here, and you know if the dog barks in the other room, you'll hear it. Uh, but that one you really have to get close to and and talk right into in order to hear it. So anyway, uh, if anybody does ever come to the uh, to the opposing the matrix. Uh, cave here and they want to uh, we want to do a two-person show here instead of over skype well that's cool and uh, we can do that or we can have two people here and brian on the other end and it would use less bandwidth too um so anyway we got that going and uh, we've got a nice computer set up here i think i've got more uh data storage space than anybody else in um, the county i live in or maybe more than all of them put together, <laughs> um, individuals, I mean. But um, anyway, so, and uh, I'm trying to think where to go with this now. Oh, and I've also got a nice trusty set of headphones so I can listen to things and adjust things later on before I... I upload them. What, what I usually do with uh, something like this, since uh, it is very virtually impossible, aside from YouTube, to find a place where you can do a live show uh, at a reasonable cost, that is, uh, and um, and have people uh, listen while you do the live show. Uh, so what we do is we do this show, um, like I'm doing tonight. Uh, when Brian's on, we do it through Skype. And um, so we do the show, and then um, automatically... Uh, Upload it to Rumble and um, and to Dropbox because I save all I save everything on Dropbox. Um, it's it's worth my while that my head keeps hitting this stupid thing that's hanging here. But sorry if it makes a noise. It shouldn't, but if it does, I apologize. Anyway, um, and from Dropbox, it's available if you go to the Delusion Resistance website. Um, there's an archive section. It says. Uh, Opposed in the Matrix Archives, and you click on that, and you can listen to every show we've done from uh, December of 2010 until until today. Um, and we'll keep putting them on there until we run out of space, and then we'll figure out something else. So um, that's another thing that's happened recently. <laughs> um, you know, they say when it rains, it pours, and uh, and boy, is there a lot of truth to that statement. Uh, I thought I had everything set up and everything going just perfectly. And then I get a letter from my um, the people that are hosting the Delusion Resistance website, who I've been with. Man, it must be a good, oh, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten years. Um, and um, they inform me that they're going out of business and I need to find another provider by March 31st. Well, they sent that to me February 20th, 28th. And um, I have found another provider, and they're getting things set up. So we will... Um, we will go from there. And I did notice that um, they do have a feature. You have to pay extra for it, where you can live stream. So we're gonna I'm gonna investigate that and see if it's worth the money that they're charging and um, if it's possible to do. So anyway, uh, 
So I'm going with something called, and I would forget it right now, um, Truth Something. Um, I was with Webnet 77, and you know what? Uh, I don't blame those guys for going out of business. It probably it's probably COVID related, or or something like that. Maybe a lot of people can't pay their bills, and and uh, so they're not making any money, and and they're probably in a hole, so they're going out of business. That's just a su- supposition, you know. But um, anyway, um, those guys have done me righteous all these years. You know, there's been times when I've been down and out and haven't been able to afford the radio show, or not the radio show, the uh, uh, to pay for the space for the delusion resistance. And uh, I've written to them, and uh, they've shown me a lot of grace. There was a one time when they gave me six months for free, um, which was really neat. And uh, they were always there when I needed them for support. Um, they went above and beyond trying to, when there was a problem, fixing it or trying to figure it out. And there was a lot of times I worked with them because I, <laughs> I um, at one point, somebody corrupted um, one of the files and uh, one of the uh, WordPress files. And um, we had to figure out how to how to get a copy of it. And uh, I looked online and did the research. And, oh, uh, no, that's not what it was. It was... Um, no, I went to update the WordPress um, to the new the new WordPress version that was had come out and um, something got corrupted and um, they couldn't figure it out. So I looked it up and told them, "Hey, this is what this guy did. Try this. They did it and it worked." So, you know, was, uh, my uh, I you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I was trying to a quid pro quo maybe is another way to put it. <laughs> you know. Um, Although, you know, we, we both came out about equal on that one. Nobody came out any f- further than the other person. Uh, they kept a satisfied customer, and they I became it, or remained a satisfied customer. Anyway, um, what did you think about Monday Night Show with Brian when we did the um, the retroactive prayer and we uh, we talked about um, the the Bible Possibly being the book of life that's opened up, the Lamb's book of life that's opened up, um, and is is it a three dimensional, four dimensional, five dimensional book? We know it's a living word, right? We're told it's God's living word, um, and basically, it's the the uh, the Bible is is Yeshua because Yeshua is called the Word of God. The Bible's the Word of God, so. Um, I think that he was the inspiration for penning it through the Holy Spirit, through Ruach HaGodesh. And um, so it's, it's a very interesting, um, not just a book, it's 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 God's Word. And um, and I do believe that the name of every person that's ever been a, a come to faith and stayed uh, lovingly loyal to, to Yeshua, that their name is written in that book. And when um, the... Uh, the judgment seat of the Lamb happens, and um, and it's not going to be like the White Throne Judgment, where you know uh, people are going to come up and say, "Hey, I did a lot of good for you," and he's going to say, "I never knew you. Um, depart from me." You know, um, the White Throne Judgment is reserved for unbelievers. The uh, the judgment that believers will go through uh, basically is going to, I think, is is going to be to. Uh, to offer rewards for people who deserve them or, you know, just say, well done, now good and faithful servant. Um, 
frankly, you know, like I, I always say, I'd be happy to scrub toilets in heaven. I don't think there are any, but um, that, that's how important I think that just getting there is. Uh, anything else that comes is an added bonus, okay? Um, so anyway, uh, this is what's been going on. And, um, oh, yeah, another thing that's going to happen is if, please don't look at the background of this video, okay? Um, my wife is very embarrassed about it. Um, tomorrow we're going to be going, if if we're able to, if I feel okay, uh, go to Walmart and buy a green screen so that I can put some some nice background on, in the back, you know, and and um, and get rid of the uh, the the vacuum that's over here behind me and uh, the rifles and the metal detector and uh, you know her her desk which is right back here and uh, you know you'll just see me and and whatever background I decide to put in there I mean you know if we're gonna go video we might as well do it a little like it a little professionally like it looks like we know what we're doing right so anyway the new delusion resistance um, or the the one on the new server should be coming up um, sometime next week um, all I have to do is write to uh, the current uh, people that basically uh, they they host the um, the name delusionresistance.org and I write to them they they uh, give me a certain code I send it to um, the new provider and uh, bam we're up and running with them and um, then I can wish the other guys you know a blessing and uh, say a nice general prayer for them on um, in a nice letter that I sent to them because they, like I said, they've been, they've been super. Uh, there was a guy named Lance that worked there. He was awesome. And, and there's some other guys there that, uh, um, if you need some tech guys, uh, if you're, um, if you have internet, um, services like this and you need tech guys, uh, get a hold of the guys at WebNet 77 because if, if they're going to need work, uh, they certainly deserve it. They work hard. Um, and I, you know, they didn't ask me to say that. I just wanted to give credit where credit's due because they're ex they're excellent people. They really, really are. Um, so, uh, also pray for um, my wife and I. We've there's been a lot of sickness in our family lately. Um, her and I, that is. You know, we're getting older, and when you get older, your body breaks down. It doesn't heal as fast, and everything. And and, and certain things are happening that has us going to the doctor quite often. Um, you know, nothing life-threatening or anything like that, as far as I know, anyway. Um, but, um, you know, we, we could always use prayers for, for good health. So um, if, if you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be awesome. Because, uh, um, I don't know. It's just things are getting really weird um, in the work realm. And... Uh, you know, Oregon's a right-to-work state, and even though you belong to a union, it doesn't mean that the union protects you 100%. Uh, I mean, hopefully you would think they would, but, um, you know, the the people in HR at any corporation or any um, state-run organization are very crafty, and uh, they've been doing what they've been doing for a long time, and if, uh, if you happen to be uh, sick a little too much or something like that, they um, they don't like that, so... Uh, keep us in prayer for that too. I'd really like to keep my job for another three or four years until I can retire. Um, I'll be vested in May this year, but 
Um, I really want to wait till I'm 65 and 11 months to uh, to retire so I can take full advantage of Social Security. And um, anyway, uh, we have other things in the works, like we're thinking about selling our house and and moving to a property that uh, our daughter owns and uh, setting up a mobile home there. So, um, but you need money to do that, and we have quite a bit of equity in this house. I think, I'm, you know, what do I know? Um, but um, you know, if we could unload the house and then uh, pay off our auto loans and then uh, take the rest and buy a mobile home or put some good money down on a mobile home, um, that would be nice. And uh, we both of us could retire. And um, I'm really thinking about becoming a notary public. Um, I think that would be a good job for me, a traveling notary public. And um, so I'm going to look into that, about going to school for that. I don't think it could be too hard. You have to learn how to use the stamp and what you can and cannot do. And, you know, who has to be there when you're signing and checking credentials and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, just keep all this stuff in prayer, if you would, if you're a praying person, that is. If you're not, then just shine it on. But um, anyway, uh, and again, I want to thank all the all the faithful people on Rumble, my goodness, and, and also on Spreaker and Podcast and uh, Podbean, excuse me, and on Apple and all the other formats that uh, that listen to the show, either either listen or watch. Yeah, you guys are awesome, and and it's very encouraging. Um, even today, I got like five people that became uh, followers on Rumble, and um, and it, it's just growing and growing and growing. And um, man, it's incredible. I never thought it would, but um, Yahweh is really blessing us, and He's blessing us with you. Okay, you not, may not believe it, but you guys are a blessing. Okay. Well, anyway, let's let's get on with what we were, I wanted to do here. Um, so I am going to lose this picture here probably, unless I can move it up there and then turn on Adobe Acrobat and then minimalize it a little bit. Oh, and it's a little too small. Okay, anyway, uh, you'll still be able to see my ugly face. Yeah, my my uh, stepfather always used to say that. It doesn't mean that I think I'm ugly. It's just a, a way of kidding around. Um, my uh, he always used to say, "I got to go shave my ugly face," and uh, we always got a kick out of that. My stepdad was one of the greatest guys that ever lived, short of my my real dad. He, uh, uh, Bill Munn, was uh, just an amazing man, and uh, he may not have had the best job in the world. He may not have Made the most money in the world, but he made up for it in uh, being a good stepdad, a good husband for my mother, and uh, he will always be remembered. He died a few years ago of uh, uh, cancer that had spread from prostate cancer and uh, had metastasized throughout his body, especially in his bones, and um, even up till his dying day, he would joke around. So, And our prayers were answered. He never had that much pain when um, when he was passing away from it or during that whole time that he had it we always prayed no pain lord no pain and he didn't have any pain so anyway um so what does the gematria have to say about pfizer p-f-i-z-e-r well if you go to um the gematria calculator if you type that into google usually the first thing what comes up is um gematriex or something like that and let me explain a little bit what the gematria is. Again, it's it's using it's assigning letters or excuse me numbers to every letter. Um, 
especially in Hebrew, um, every letter has a number value, not so much in English. You can ascribe a number value to English letters. Um, actually, they're Arabic letters, um, I do believe. And uh, but we've we've uh, anglicized them, and so uh, back in the 70s, I can remember when I first got saved, and um, people were trying to figure out who the Antichrist was. You know, right back then they thought, oh yeah, the, the rapture is going to happen any time now. Um, let's try to figure out who the Antichrist is, and they kind of ignored the scripture that says he's not going to be revealed until his time has come. Um, so you could guess all you want. Well, they they came up with different things. In other words, if uh, in English letters, if you take I can't remember uh, like A is one, B is two, C is three, until you get to twenty six, and then there's a different kind of uh, gamatria for English where A is six, B is twelve, C is uh, eighteen. You know, you you just keep going up. You, you double every time. And uh, using one of those, computer equals 666, which is interesting because that's I think that the computer is going to play um, an important role in uh, the end-time events, uh, especially when it comes to artificial intelligence and maybe merging uh, the consciousness of mankind with machine, which seems to be uh, knocking at the door, if not the door is opening already, it seems like. Um but the Hebrew has always had um, a numeric value. Um, Aleph is one, uh, Bet is two, um, Dalet is three, and it goes all the way up until um, ten, and, and uh, then the eleventh letter is twenty, and then uh, you go you go all the way up in tens until you reach a hundred. And um, so using it. Uh, when, when you use a, a Gematria calculator, what you do is you type it in in English. Like if I were to, if I wanted to type David in there, I would just type David, and then they would take the uh, Hebrew letters that are equivalent to, to uh, David D A V I D, and um, and give you a numeric value for those. So, and since God deals in Hebrew, and and uh, most likely in heaven and in the on the new uh, heaven and earth, uh, if, if we're able to talk, if we're not going to be telepathic or something like that, we would probably be speaking in Hebrew. Um, so I, I just want to get a jump on it. Um, anyway, so um, like I said, I've done other figures, and uh, Nancy Pelosi's wasn't surprising. <laughs> um, neither was George Soros. Uh, you talk about evil, boy, I'll tell you. And um, you can go back and listen to the radio shows, or um, I think that one of these days, real soon, I'm going to be putting these on the Delusion Resistance website. I've got them all in um, PDF files, and um, and they're, they're a lot easier to read. I like I love PDF files. I, I like that Adobe came up with that format, and um, it's it's like reading a document instead of reading. A um a file so to speak. Um, it looks a lot clean. Excuse me, it looks a lot cleaner. Pardon me, folks. I had um I just had a big cup of coffee and sometimes food gets into my stomach, especially after the cancer surgery. Um, it um it sometimes uh, tries to remind me that it's there, for lack of better words. And um, anyway, so the gematria values for Pfizer. So some of these are, are plain words, uh, single words. Some of them are phrases. 
Okay, but all these words have the same um, numerical value in Hebrew as a Pfizer, P-F-I-Z-E-R. And I'm not even going to pretend to tell you what the Hebrew letters are for those. But um, And we got to remember that um, if a word has an F in it, um, there is no F in, uh, in Hebrew alphabet. Sorry, um, there's just no letter J, excuse me. Oops. Well, you know what? It's 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. So Actually, it's Sunday for me because <laughs> I would work tomorrow, except I'm staying home. Um, anyway, uh, there's no letter J, so, you know, when you say Jerusalem, it's really, you know, if you walked up to somebody that never spoke English and you asked where Jerusalem is, they'd kind of look at you and shrug their shoulders uh, because in Hebrew it's Yerushalayim. Um, uh, Jesus is, is Yeshua. So anything that begins with a J usually has a Y in it. Um, Jeremiah is Yermiyahu, uh, things like that. So just to give you a little education and uh, a little bit of the Hebrew alphabet. Um, anyway, so the first phrase that comes up uh, that has the same numeric value as Pfizer is the storm is here. This is interesting because the storm was a popular phrase that was used by followers of QAnon. QAnon warned that the storm would come and that it would shake the nations as well as this nation as well as the world. Uh, right now everything seems to be in a disarray and boy if you haven't seen that then uh, open your eyes and look. <laughs> and, and things don't uh, feel quite right out there. Um, there's just, um, maybe it's a collective anxiety. Maybe it's, uh, it, there's just in the world, things aren't quite right. It's, it's almost like there's a, um, a demonic, uh, force that's coming against the world, or maybe, um, it's a, a, a parallel, um, uh, reality that's trying to work itself into this world because uh, CERN, that's uh, what they're trying to do with CERN. Um, so anyway, right now everything seems to be in a disarray and things do not feel quite right. So the storm may indeed be here. There are still some hopeful people, and I'm one of them, who feel that uh, Donald Trump will make a comeback and redeem the nation and drain the swamp sometime soon. Um it, that takes a lot of faith. <laughs> Trust me, it does. Um, but I, I do have the faith that uh, if he doesn't do it uh, during this administration, that he'll run again in 2024 if we still have a nation and if there's still an election process. Um, or he'll come in with the military and take over. But um, something needs to be done because this country is not what our founders intended it to be. And... Um, and things are going down the, uh, the toilet is swirling, so to speak. Um, the flush has happened. And the only way for that to stop is to put some kind of uh, something in there to clog it so that, um, you know, the country doesn't completely go down the drain. So anyway, I never thought I'd say this, but I hope Donald Trump is the clog. <laughs> um, anyway, the next one is MMXX, and those are Roman numerals. M means a thousand, um, X means uh, ten. So if you have two M's, that's two thousand, and two X's, that's twenty. So that means twenty twenty. So it's the Roman uh, numerals for twenty twenty. Uh, it's interesting that the COVID nineteen pandemic started in early twenty twenty, and Pfizer 
started working on their mRNA COVID-19 vaccine in 2020. And I have down here, coincidence? Um, there are a lot of people that think that this is a pandemic, not a pandemic. Um, even Fauci said back in 2017, and this is documented, that it was his um, thought that, um, <coughs> excuse me, all of a sudden my throat's really dry. I wish I had some more coffee. Oh, I do. Oh, I do, I do. Hold on. You get to see me drink coffee now. You used to hear me drink coffee. Now you see it. Ah, a nice big coffee cup. Actually, I guess it's more like a soup cup. Anyway, um, yeah, Fauci um, said that uh, Donald Trump would face some kind of pandemic um, sometime during his um, his presidency. And I'm telling you, if that's not a plan, <laughs> um, then nothing is, because he was warning against it three years before it happened, and it happened. And if, when you start realizing who Fauci is, who he hangs around with, and uh, that he's a shill for the New World Order or for the deep state, or if you want to call him the uh, the elite or whatever, um, yeah, he's right in there with him. There's a picture online with him um, standing with the Rockefellers and a few other people. So, um, you know, he's he's in there with the uh, the big boys, so to speak, and. And uh, they they definitely pull his strings, and they probably probably gets paid a lot of money for having his strings pulled. So the sec the third or the next word, let's just put it that way, or phrase that comes up is urgent message. Okay. Yes, there is an urgent message, but it's being largely ignored. And that urgent message is that the mRNA vaccines have never been fully tested. And people are lining up in droves to become guinea pigs for the largest non-trial vaccine that's ever existed. Um, I'll get into that in a minute. Um, of the two mRNA vaccines, Moderna and Pfizer, it's been proven that Pfizer's vaccine has had much worse side effects, including deaths, when compared to Moderna's vaccine. doesn't mean that Moderna's vaccine is a good thing. It just means that Pfizer has done something to get it quite not right. <laughs> um, so um, where was I going to go with this? The mRNA vaccines. Uh, oh, yeah, they haven't. Uh, usually it takes. Now, I understand that they have to go in. They had to do this in, uh, using an emergency measures. Okay. Um, I understand that because, well, if you believe that there's a pandemic, I believe it's a pandemic, but um, if you believe there's a pandemic, then, um, you know, they, they did this on the auspices that, that millions of people are going to die if we don't come up with a vaccine. Um, every year, people get the flu, and <laughs> um, the vaccine for the flu usually doesn't work, and usually the people that get the flu, most of them survive. And the ones that do die have underlying conditions. Okay. Where'd you hear that before? Uh, let's say, oh, yeah, that was with the, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. It could affect people with underlying conditions. Okay. Um, and notice that the flu has kind of disappeared this year. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's dying of it. They're all dying of uh, COVID-19. Um, anyway, uh, so when a drug, any kind of drug, actually, is formulated, um, 
it's uh, it's put through a lot of tests. It's tested in the laboratory first, uh, in many different ways, and then it's moved to uh, animal trials. Uh, usually, the animals of choice are uh, rats, um, rats, cats, and monkeys. I do believe are the three. Um, and you know, so you're moving up, um, basically moving up the um, evolutionary chain. I don't believe in evolution, but I can't think of anything else to call it right now. Uh, maybe the chain of, um, uh, in other words, humans being the highest and amoeba being the lowest. You know, you're, there's a pecking order that you move up. Um, anyway, it wasn't tested on any rats or maybe a few rats, the Pfizer vaccine was, um, wasn't tested on any cats or, or monkeys to see if it was viable. Um, it was moved right almost immediately to human trials, um, which is a big no-no, and we can get into that later. I think it's under another word or a phrase that is equal to this in numeric value. Um, but um, and it has to do with the Nuremberg trials and Dr. Mengele and others like him. Um, anyway, so the next one is the article letters JMM. Now, this is the acronym for many things, but in this case, it's an acronym for the Journal of Medical Microbiology, uh, which has published many sheets about Pfizer products. Um, this is probably a futuristic acronym for papers that will either laud Pfizer for their vaccine or applaud them for it. <laughs> They're either going to love Pfizer or hate Pfizer. Okay, and I think after um, after a year or two go by and we start seeing what this vaccine is actually going to do to people, it's going to be more people are going to hate it than love them. Okay, now there's another word that's uh, an equivalent, and it's PSYOP, P-S-Y-O-P, uh, and it's um, a psychological operations PSYOP, are operations to convey selected information and indicators to audiences to influence their emotion, motives, and objective reasoning, and ultimately the behavior of governments, organizations, groups, and individuals. Just about any thinking person can see that this, is, that this supposed virus is really a PSYOP um, designed to make the world's population even more dependent on government while they give away their rights to their governments. Well, the sad part is that it's working, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> case in point, um, we had to drive two hours up to Portland today for an appointment for my wife. And um, we're sitting in the pharmacy. And um, if you've never been to Portland, first of all, you, you probably don't want to go. Um, second of all, it is like Libtard Central. Um, and, I, and I mean that with all the, the due respect that I can give to, to liberals. Um which is very little. Um, but um, so there was this guy sitting there, and um, he looked like he was a hardworking guy, had pencils in his pockets and stuff, and and he looked like he was uh, at the pharmacy picking up prescriptions, maybe for himself or his wife. But it looked like he was either he had either just gotten off of work or he came in for an appointment and was leaving, but he had to pick up his medications first. So. I don't didn't see him for sure, but I think he had his mask to where it was hanging down below his nose. Well, this guy comes in out of nowhere, 
and <laughs> wearing shorts and and I'll never understand why people in Oregon wear shorts. It could be it could be um 10 degrees below zero and people here wear shorts outside. Um it's crazy. It really is. Um but he comes in with his shorts and his untucked in uh button-down shirt. Uh, t- typical liberal fashion and his mask, wearing his mask proudly, and he yells at the guy that's sitting there with his mask down below his nose, saying, put your mask above your nose. And the guy said something back to him, and he said, what's it to you? And he says, well, I just care about your health, which is, you know, which is baloney. Well, the guy retorted, and he says, well, I've had both my flu shots, or my, uh, my COVID shots, so it shouldn't matter. Well, the guy realized that. I think he had overstepped his bounds. I don't know if liberals realize that, though, but maybe he just decided not to talk anymore. But um, Because I think that, there, aside from me, there was a couple other people that were remarking about how much of a jerk he was. Um, and <laughs> my wife, I think she's ashamed when I go out places with her because I, I just say what I feel anymore and, and I didn't call him a jerk. I called him something else, but we won't get into that. Um, that's between me and the Lord. Um, but anyway, um, so, you know, it's just, it's just sad to see that people are, are being sheeple, actually, and that they're buying into this garbage. And it's, oh, the liberals love this garbage. They just buy into it hook, line, and sinker. Um, if you ever want to go liberal fishing, we can do it up in, um, <laughs> we can do it up in Portland. Um, just go up there and do something that they don't like and they come out of the woodwork and yell at you. And then you know who they are. Um, and then you start fishing. But anyway, I'm not making any inference about hurting anybody or anything like that, but, uh, it's kind of like, um, going to the airport. We used to play who's the spy. You know, you go to the airport and, you know, there was this guy that, would kind of look a little off. He would look like he was looking around. He's probably psychotic, these people, but <clears throat> looking around like they're looking, you know, to see if anybody's watching him and stuff. Kind of reminded me of Mel Gibson in uh, Conspiracy Theory. But, um, but, you know, if you want to play, uh, who's the libtard, we could, we could always go up to Portland and just sit downtown or something. And well, that, that wouldn't really be a, a fair assessment because everybody there would be suspect. Um, anyway, um, and don't get me wrong. There, there are some nice liberal people out there, but, uh, they're becoming far and few between, uh, cause a lot of them are, are turning over to, into hardcore communists, socialists and, uh, Bolsheviks. Um, because that's a popular thing to do these days, um, if you're in the liberal realm. You know, you, you can speak your mind and, and um, yell at people that you don't know. Um, myself, if he would have yelled at me, it would have been a very different situation in that pharmacy, trust me. But um, anyway, I was being a, a good citizen, and um, I don't agree with the mask, to tell you the truth. I don't think it does any good. Um, you, if you can prove to me in, in physics that a uh, mask that will only protect you to 200 microns will protect you from a virus that's 0.02 microns. Um, and if you can prove it to me that it works, then I, I'd really be happy to hear that. But, uh, the simple math just proves that it's a bunch of garbage. Um, anyway, uh, I'm getting, I'm going down that rabbit trail and, and a lot of times when I talk about the stupidity of um, libtards, it uh, 
it just uh, it gets my blood pressure up, and at uh, 10 o'clock at night, I really don't need for that to happen. Um, although it's a good test to see if the medication's working, <laughs> the um, medication for um, high blood pressure. Okay, the, so the next uh, letters that come up are JP. And I don't know about you, but when I hear JP, I think JP Morgan. So the JP Morgan Group is a banking group that's very influential when it comes to decision-making policies here in America. They're, they're part of the elites. They are. Um, they're a banking group, and the elites are made up of bankers and other wealthy men and women. Um, recently, the JP Morgan Group said that it is possible that the pandemic could be over as early as this coming April, and that's what they said, folks. Uh, speculation plays of very small part when it comes to the bankers who are policymakers in reality. And if they say that the pandemic will be over in April, it just might be. That is, if they've made enough money out of the crisis, if they need to make some more money, it may go to uh, July or August, who knows. Um, if not, the pandemic will continue or new strains of the virus will emerge. That will uh, start a new pandemic of uh or epidemic hotspots in selected areas around the world. There's already an African variant and an Australian variant of the virus, and, and there are others too. I think there's a European variant. Um, and the next word that comes up is the word labyrinth, and it's spelled a little different here. It's in, in, in American, it's spelled with a Y, and I think in, in um, Britain it's spelled L-A-B-R-I-N-T-H. But anyway, that's the word that, that comes up that's a numerical equivalent to Pfizer. Um, Pfizer's vaccine and the perceived urgency of its distribution does create a labyrinth of manufacturers like companies that make glass vials, other companies that make syringes, companies that ferry the vaccine all over the country, and freight lines uh, to distribute the vaccine where it's supposed to go. Um, and it's got to be kept very cold before it gets where it's going. Uh, how much do you want to bet that J.P. Morgan Group, um, which is mentioned above, is bankrolling many of these ventures so that it can make billions from inflated products and services um, and receive some kind of money or kickback from the U.S. government in addition um, t for its supposed humanitarian effort to bring the pandemic to a halt? Um, when it comes to big companies like J.P. Morgan and others, um, even governments, there there are no altruists, folks. They're they're all out in it for a buck. Okay. Um, okay. The next word is Presley. <laughs> no, not Elvis. Okay. Now there is a guy named Dallas Presley who was the senior manager of quality operations at Pfizer until August of 2019. Okay, August of 2019, you say, huh? Uh, this is about the time that COVID-19 started to infect people in China, okay? August and September is when it started in China. One can only wonder if Dallas had, uh, a con if Dallas had a conscience and saw what was coming at Pfizer and got out while they could. It's not inconceivable that Pfizer has been working on the vaccine for COVID-19 far longer than anyone ever knew. Um, you know, and if Fauci said that something in, in 2017 that something was going to happen during the Trump administration, it just goes to show you that um, 
these these elites and um, and other people in high places they they fear the virus too if there is a virus. We've gone into that in other episodes of Opposing the Matrix. I'm wondering if it's a virus or a, a combination of other things, um, bacterial, uh, along with um, plasmas, plasmazoids, or I can't remember the name of the word. But uh, anyway, um, so uh, there is a uh, there's a possibility that uh, this. Well, I don't even think it's a possibility. It's definite. This thing was planned out. Uh, very carefully and methodically, um, and it was all to get Trump out of office because he was going to drain the swamp and try to get rid of these people. And with God's help, maybe he will come back in force and do that. Um, he'll certainly have my blessing and support. Okay, the next word that, or phrase that comes up is Queen of Hearts. Okay, now read with me or listen while I read the definition of the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Then we'll analyze this, okay? Um, as a ruler of Wonderland, the Queen of Hearts is the character that Alice must inevitably face to figure out the puzzle of Wonderland. In a sense, the Queen of Hearts is literally the Queen of Alice's conflict. Unlike many of the other characters in Wonderland, the Queen of Hearts is not as concerned with the nonsense and perversions of logic as she is, as she is uh, with absolute rule and execution. In Wonderland, she is a singular force of fear who even dominates the King of Hearts. Uh, in the Queen's presence, Alice finally gets a taste of true fear, even though she understands that the Queen of Hearts is merely a, play, merely a playing card. The Griffin, later, or Gryphon, I don't know how it's pronounced. I haven't seen Alice in Wonderland in probably about 55 years. Um, and I didn't understand it when I was a young child either. Uh, the Gryphon later informs Alice that the uh, Queen never actually executes anyone she sentences to death, which reinforces the fact that the Queen of Hearts' power lies in her rhetoric. Rhetoric. Okay. The Queen of Hearts becomes representative of the idea that Wonderland is devoid of substance. Okay. So that was the definition. So Alice finally figures out <clears throat> that the Queen isn't real kind of like the pandemic. Um, the queen never actually carries out her sentence of death. It's all rhetoric. Ah, there's that word again, rhetoric. Like, kind of like the inflated COVID-19 numbers, of both sickness and mortality. You, it's funny, if you go into the hospital with, um, with a gallbladder that needs to come out and uh, you, come, you get the gallbladder out and you come down with uh, COVID-19 and die in the hospital, um, it, you don't, it doesn't go down in your medical record as dying of a bad gallbladder or a bot surgery or anything like that. It goes down as COVID-19. Um, these hospitals get paid a lot of money, uh, for taking care of patients that have COVID-19 more than they, they get taking care of anything else, actually. So, um, so anyway, the, the numbers are inflated and, and we discover that this whole PSYOP not being real, not being real is devoid of substance. This is why uh, the lie works so effectively against President Trump, uh, who is blamed for everything, and I mean everything. Um, kind of like the Queen used to, of Hearts used to say, "Off with his head," and it's going um, after 
and now it's going away after Biden stole the presidency. Um, again, uh, you don't hear about the flu. You don't hear, you hear things are getting better. States are starting to open up. You can actually go eat in restaurants again in many states. Um, so it, it was all a play, folks. It was all a, a really bad Hollywood script that um, you could almost guess as it was going along what was going to happen. Um, anyway, so the next word that comes up is Maximus, M-A-X-I-M-U-S. Uh, there's a publication named Maximus.com uh, that is a propaganda machine for Pfizer. If the cafeteria at Pfizer serves something yummy, it will make its way to Maximus magazine. Okay, <clears throat> so Maximus does have a tie to Pfizer. The next word that comes up is protesters. Um, everything is roses for Pfizer. Um, there are many people worldwide who refuse to take. Yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, there are many people worldwide who refuse to take the vaccine that has not been tested and a vaccine that is endorsed by Bill Gates, a man who, like, uh, would like to depopulate the earth of human beings. It's also been suggested, yes, even by some doctors and scientists, that Pfizer's mRNA vaccine manipulates or changes human DNA and can make a person into a chimera, or chimera, however you say that word. And I promise you by the time I say it again on the air, I will know. Um, a chimera of sorts. Uh, stories of nanobots being in a vaccine as well as fetal tissue from aborted children keep people from having that this poison injected into their arms or their derrieres or wherever else they're putting it. So there are people that are protesting against it, and the media is quiet about those people, and those people are sometimes ending up dead. Um, there have been some notable doctors that have uh, died mysteriously because they've spoken against uh, the COVID-19 vaccine or COVID-19 in general, um, where it came from and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's kind of like the Hillary Clinton of vaccines. <laughs> um, you talk about it and you die. Um, now, the next uh, two letters that come up are PJ kind of like peanut butter and jelly. Um, P.J. Dion is the general contract as a general contractor in the Boston area. Their specialty is plumbing. Okay. And having been a son of a plumber, I, I respect them for that. Uh, the clincher is that they are owned and operated by Pfizer. On a lighter note, perhaps if you're on Pfizer's medications that cause constipation, you can call Pfizer to send uh, out PJ to clear the, the blockage in your sewer line. Um, little stab at humor there. Um, if you laugh, thank you. If not, then that's okay. Um, I didn't really try to make it sound funny because I forgot it was there, actually. Sometimes I write these things at 2.30 in the morning, so, you know, I did. I, um, I don't always remember what's right in front of me when I'm writing or when I'm reading it tonight. So, okay, so in other words, it comes up as spooky. Well, the only thing that I can come up with here is that when a few months roll down the, the road and people start to come up with strange illnesses because of AED, then maybe they will uh, see the spookiness of having an untested vaccine injected into their arms 
and the effects that it, it can and will cause. And we'll go into what AED is down below. Um, now a word comes up, Christopher C. Miller, actually it's a proper name, it's a noun. Um, he was the acting secretary of defense the day Pfizer won the approval for their vaccine. He thanked the military for their heroic efforts in making the vaccine possible. Whether he was talking about the distribution process or the actual vaccine manufacture process is unclear. Um, that I know that they were responsible for, for getting the vaccine out there, you know, moving it, transporting it. But it makes you wonder if uh, maybe the vaccine was also worked on in a government army lab, a biologics lab, maybe. Um, who knows? Maybe the uh, the virus was discovered or made in a biologics lab. Well, it was in China, but maybe um, we were working on it, too. So it, the way things are nowadays, nothing's impossible. <laughs> okay, now the next one really threw me for a loop, and it's called Constellation Cancer. Constellation is a pharmaceutical company that seems to grab the attention of Pfizer, so much so that Pfizer tends to throw money their way from time to time uh, to back their research. Much of the research is in finding drugs to fight cancer. So while you think it's talking about an astrological event or an area of space, the Constellation Cancer, Actually, it's a company called Constellation that develops cancer vaccines for uh, for Pfizer or researches them anyway. So there is a connection there. Okay, it's there's it's um, it's a viable connection. And um, if they're working on um, uh, things to fight cancer, maybe they were involved in working on things to fight COVID-19, or maybe they were making COVID-19. Um, you know, I've got this really weird theory, um, and maybe maybe you've heard of it, maybe you've thought of it, but did you ever notice that with companies like Norton or um, other antivirus uh, software that's made for the Internet uh, or your computer on the Internet, that um, it seems like the virus will come out on a Tuesday, right? And by Wednesday, they have a fix for it. Well, that's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's I'm making a bigger deal out of it than it actually is, but how can you have a fix for it the day after if this thing is brand new? You know, I've, I've brought my truck in or my car into the, the dealership, and, you know, if you're driving a Ford and you bring a Ford to a Ford dealership, you think that they've heard everything uh, that could happen to a certain car. Um, we had a Honda. We still have it. And every time you make a turn, well, it doesn't do it as much anymore, but you hear a, a thump coming from underneath. Well, to me, that's a drivetrain thing. Um, so he brought it in. They had this stupid car for four days trying to figure out what it was. Finally figured out that they had to tighten the bolts that, that for the body where it's connected to the frame. And now it's starting to make the noise again. But um, just as long as it's not something that's going to kill us, you know, the car loses a wheel or something while we're driving down a freeway. Um, but anyway, um, so, you know, usually it takes a while when things happen to try to figure out what, what it is. 
And um, these drug companies, not drug companies, well, the drug companies, of course, but also the antivirus companies, they seem to have a fix right away. Well, maybe the uh, antivirus companies are making the viruses. And if you make a virus, you know how to you know how to make the cure, right? Only makes sense. Um, that's the way I would do it if I was going to do it. You know, <laughs> make sure that the elites and other people that are involved um, are not um, susceptible to catching it, because those are the people that are bankrolling you and and the people that um, can get you killed if you do something like that. Anyway. Um, okay. Now the next, um, phrase that comes up is all aliens are fallen angels. Well, I've known that for a long time and that's what my book, um, was about, um, talking about how these things aren't, uh, actually from other planets. Uh, the name of the book was Unholy communion, by the way, the alien abduction event, uh, um, what makes it happen and, and how to make it stop, something like that. It's been a while since I looked at it. Uh, it's available for free, by the way, on the Delusion Resistance website. It's a PDF that I made into the book, and uh, you just have to download it. You can have it for free. Okay. Um, I got the rights to the book, so I can do anything I want to with it. So, anyway. So, anyway, all aliens are fallen angels. Well, this is a definite fact. Another fact is that when the fallen angels came in Genesis chapter 6, or when it talks about them in Genesis chapter 6, they, they uh, taught, according to Enoch, and I think also Jasher, things like the cutting of roots and the making of tinctures. And in, in other words, they taught mankind pharmacy. And in Greek, um, sorcery is, you know what the word is for sorcery? Pharmakia. Interesting, huh? Um, so they taught mankind pharmacy, the manufacturing of medications. If the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine is as dangerous as most people think, and it has the ability to change DNA so as to make its takers, uh, make its takers into chimera, how can we be sure that, uh, there's, there aren't even more insidious plans for this vaccine or to this vaccine? Um, the fact that it was produced in such a short time and that no animal studies have been done, i mention it again, is another clue that the fallen angels might have something to do with this vaccine. And don't forget, the fallen angels, if they're working for the devil, the devil hates men. There's a lot of people out there that worship the devil, but uh, they don't realize that Satan hates all men, even Satan worshipers. Because if you're a human being, then you are made in the image of God. And you might be worshiping him, but uh, he'll use you for what he can. And the day will come when he'll kick you to the curb and um, and get some other poor schmuck to, to believe in him and to do his work. So um, anyway, now the next word that comes up is Lord Rael, and it's spelled R-A-Y-E-L. Now, this had me kind of confused because there's a guy running around. His name is um, Rael, R-A-E-L. He's a French guy. His uh, last name was Voorhees. I um, can't remember his first name, Dwayne or Dwight or something like that. Um, and he goes as uh, goes around as Rael, R-A-E-L. Well, let me read this. Uh, the person claims to be the Messiah, this Lord Rael, um, R-A-Y-E-L. 
He's not to be confused with Rael, a French national that changed his name after he was told by demonic entities that he was an emissary from the Raelian people from the earth. Now, the Raelians, um, if you're into UFOs at all, or if you're not, I'll give you an explanation. Um, there, there are specific, supposed to be certain races of aliens, and we know that they're all demonic or fallen angels, but um, the lie that they give is that they're from different star clusters or different gal- different, in, within our galaxy, okay? Now, the Raelians are supposed to resemble... Um, what we call Nordics. That's another name for them. Um, they're tall with blonde hair and blue eyes, and they're very physical looking, uh, very muscular. Even the women that are, are um, supposedly Raelians. Um, so he's supposedly um, R-A-E-L, Rael, is an emissary for the, uh, the Raelian people on Earth, and that's spelled R-A-E-L-I-A-N. Uh, anyway, uh, neither person, as far as I know, as I can ascertain, that they either endorse uh, Pfizer or the vaccine, nor do they urge refusing it. They both appear to be neutral in, in the matter. However, I would suspect that Lord Rael would someday speak out against the vaccine, stating that since he's the return of Yeshua or Jesus, he can heal COVID victims and the vaccine cannot. So while he doesn't have a direct uh, tie to um, to Pfizer that I can find, okay, it doesn't mean he doesn't. Um, it, he might be like anti-Pfizer, <laughs> um, the anti-Pfizer. <laughs> it's funny, uh, the guy that can heal people so that they don't need the COVID vaccine. Either way, it's uh, it's a fraud, whether he does it or the vac they claim the vaccine does it. Um, I don't know if I, I mentioned it, and I don't know if it's in this article, but um, the um, there's a paper in Albany uh, here in Oregon, and um, they no actually it was KEZI, it wasn't or, or so that was that would be in Eugene, um, and it's a it's not a paper, it's a radio or television station, and uh, they actually put out a um, an article online stating that, uh, what was the article? It said, uh, mounting proof that the COVID vaccine might keep people from catching COVID. And I'm like, well, shoot, isn't that what it's supposed to do anyway? So why are they reporting this? Well, the only way that they would report it like that is if it's not, it wasn't meant to do that. If it's a rouse, if it's a... Um, if it's a big lie and they're finding out that maybe from time to time it does help people, I don't know. But um, it seems kind of stupid. Uh, you know, you, you go to get the MMR vaccine so you don't get measles, mump, and rubella. You go to get the chicken pox vaccine so you don't come down with that. You get small, well, not anymore, but people my age got smallpox vaccinations so we didn't catch that. Um, polio, we got polio when we were vaccinations when we were kids so we wouldn't come down with that and um so that's what a a vaccination is supposed to do but nowadays like with the flu vaccine it doesn't a lot of times it doesn't work because um it's all a guessing game and i think it is with this vaccine too actually um it's a guessing game trying to figure out if it'll work because um i think in only about 20 percent of the cases do they actually catch or figure out 
for sure um, what the flu virus is going to be out there. So when you get in your flu shot, there's like an 80% chance that it's not going to help. Okay. And <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're a betting person, but I, I wouldn't buy a stock that's got an 80% chance of losing uh, money. And I wouldn't get a doctor that's got an 80% chance of uh, botching your operation. Um, but if you want to get the vaccine and, um, and it does, and it's, there's an 80% chance that it's not going to work, then by all means do it. I don't care. Um, I do care. Don't get me wrong, but you know, there's people got to start researching this stuff and maybe, maybe things will change. Anyway, um, let's see. Now here's one that really hits home. Okay. Um, well, let me read it, and then we'll go from there. Um, December rapture is the another word that uh, is a numerical equivalent of uh, Pfizer in Hebrew. Yeah, this is a heresy that goes around from time to time. There are variants of the heresy. The first variant is that the Church of Yeshua HaMashiach, or Jesus Christ, will be raptured on Christmas. Another variant is that there will be a false rapture of the world's elites, New Agers, and some lukewarm Christians, and that this rapture will be touted as being the actual rapture, causing real Christians to think that they've been left behind. Uh, the December rapture heresy, and it is a heresy, got a further boost this last Christmas because of COVID-19 pandemic. Um and people were equating it with the big reset that uh, the New Age says is going to happen. Um, I'd rather trust in what Scripture says than what the New Age says, but uh, some people believe, and and there is some evidence that uh, the devil does things the same but opposite, but um, I don't see where God says that he's going to rapture, that there's going to be two raptures. Um and, uh, and it doesn't say that the, uh, the evil are going to be raptured either. So it, uh, I find that highly dubious. Anyway, aided by rumors that the vaccine, especially the Pfizer vaccine, contains nanobots, which it may very well contain, and the fact that both the elites and the New Age and some supposed Christian prophets were touting, the ra- touting this rapture, um, or a false rapture as the case may be, and they were forecasting something called the reset within Earth's political, pol- excuse me, Earth's politics and religions where uh, the notion flourished, actually. Uh, this author was once associated with someone that forecasted this reset um, of, of a false rapture would occur sometime in December, specifically on Christmas Day. Uh, and uh, because of this um, supposed reset and it not happening, and I knowing it not, it wasn't going to happen, um, the lineup of uh, posing the matrix changed. Um, I can't have somebody that's going to be date setter on this show. Sorry. Um, anyway, the next word that comes up that's a numeric equivalent is the word primary. Now, we can go two directions with this word. First off, the word primary is often used when it comes to the efficacy of a vaccine in trials on humans. Articles were published that stated that the vaccine reached a primary efficacy rate of 90 to 95% in their studies. Remember, though, that these studies are are on humans, 
and little or no studies were done on lower life forms that is as is the norm with the with real efficacy tests and on vaccines or any other medication for that matter um, and numbers can be fudged by the way um, it, you know it, maybe it wasn't a vaccine maybe it was just a person's natural immunity that kicked in um, you know so you can't give credit to the vaccine. Anyway, um, it goes, I goes on, um, I go on. In addition, it could be noted that the subject of these vaccines, uh, Pfizer and Moderna, uh, came up, uh, in the, in the presidential primaries and also in the presidential debates. Lastly, I, I do think that history will record that the mRNA vaccines were the cause of the death of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that received it because it destroyed their immune system. And they died of a litany of diseases and health abnormalities that were waiting in the wings to destroy anybody with a destroyed immune system. That's what this thing does. It destroys your immune system after a while and, um, and anything can move in. Um, it's, uh, reminded me of that, uh, scripture where Yeshua talks about, uh, a house being cleaned up and swept and everything, and then the, the tenants that were kicked out um, saw that it was clean and swept out and came back and brought a lot of their friends with them. It was talking about demon possession, but uh, it, the scripture was, but um, this is it has a lot um, in common with uh, what we're studying here. Now, the next word that, or phrase that came up is the eye of Ra. Now, Ra was known to the Egyptians as being the sun god. Horus was the sky god and is often equated with Ra. In other words, they have like a symbiotic relationship, if not being the same person. Uh, the eye of Horus was known uh, to be the all-seeing eye, resembling the eye of the falcon. Horus was depicted as a man with the body of a falcon. Wait a minute. The face or the head of a falcon. i got to fix that. Uh, the Masonic religion claims to have its beginnings in ancient Egypt. If you ever looked at the American $1 note, the, the dollar bill, the reverse uh, has a pyramid that has what's called the all-seeing eye of God, and that's small, a small G, not a big G, not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The problem is that the God on the dollar bill isn't representative of the Bible's God, but is the eye of Horus. The dollar bill has Masonic emblems all over it. Just the fact that it says um, in in Latin, um, announcing the birth of a new world order. <laughs> um, if that doesn't prove to you, then nothing will. Um, there are many that think that Pfizer is uh, has alt- altruistic motives. In other words, they worked hard developing a vaccine for the benefit of mankind. Truth be told, there's a lot of money involved in Pfizer's development of the mRNA vaccine for COVID-19. Thus, the numeric equivalent of the eye of Ra, as it is equated to Pfizer, signifies that Pfizer didn't create the vaccine to cure people. They developed the vaccine, if it is a viable vaccine, uh, to gain in the pharmaceutical market and to make money and to be known as kind of the savior of mankind. Them and Moderna, um, you watch. (laughs) That's what's going to happen, if it turns out to be viable. I don't think it's going to. I think it's going to be turn out to be more of the, the, the um, destroyer of mankind. It has more in common with um, 
Shiva, the Hindu god, than it does with uh, the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when it comes to um, the properties of being a savior or a destroyer. Um, now, the next word that comes up is Jakin, J-A-K-I-N. Uh, Jakin K. Patel is a pharmaceutical scientist um, who works for a company in South Carolina named Right Dose. Note that Patel worked for Pfizer from 2008, so he's known by Pfizer uh, pretty well. Uh, right Dose has contracted with Pfizer to manufacture the COVID-19 vaccine, so... <laughs> There's another word that you would never think was associated with Pfizer, but it is. Okay, and the Gamatri approves it out. Okay, now the next one is going to be quite controversial, so please just don't shut the radio show off. Listen to me all the way. Um, man, I'm I got to go back in and fix some spelling errors and stuff. Oh no, that's right. Okay, anyway. Uh, born-again Christians is the next um, phrase that comes up that has the same numeric value as Pfizer, believe it or not. Um, there's been talk about Pfizer's vaccine having nanobots within it. If that were true, it's possible that it could, be, it could tag individuals. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, let's see. Okay, it's not in here, so I could say it. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, the the saying or theory is that um, the reason why we have to all stand six feet apart is because these nanobots send out radio signals um, tagging you and whoever takes it. And if you're closer than six feet apart, it confuses the satellites or whatever it is that's trying to um, follow follow you or, or whoever. And... Um, so that's why they want everybody standing six feet apart. Um, closer than six feet, they can't distinguish you from other individuals. Uh, many years ago, Bill Gates addressed the CIA and showed how a vaccine could be developed that would target the brains of religious fanatics. That's what he said. He called them religious fanatics. And he was talking about Muslims, but um, what, are they, um, what are they calling fundamentalists these days? Religious fanatics. Not just Muslim fundamentalists, but Christian fundamentalists. Okay. If the Pfizer vaccine did contain nanobots that could seek out that part of the brain, it would have no effect on a religious people, people that don't, that aren't religious, uh, because that center of the brain would not be active. However, it would target that brain area for religious people, turning them a religious. Put a in front of something, it means not or against or anti. Um, of course, this is just a speculation, but not po beyond the possible realm of uh, the realm of possibility. Okay, now the next word is Jamil, J-A-M-I-L. There is a Jamil Ali, who is a scientist, an scientist analyst in research and development that works for Pfizer. With this title, he would work directly with the formulation of the vaccine. Okay. The next phrase is communism in America. At this moment, America is turning towards socialism. It's a unique type of socialism, however, in that corporate America is quashed, quashing the small business owner and taking over all elements of the economy. It's a not so, in the not so distant future, you will, 
Go to a big box store like Costco to shop for bulk items, or you will shop on Amazon for individual items and stores like Walmart for food items. When these stores have monopolies on businesses, they will be set up to charge whatever price they want to charge. We see this already in places like Walmart. Um, for instance, a slave in China makes a fishing lure, um, to use an example, that costs less than 10 cents to produce and it sells it for $20 at Walmart. Uh, the masses are screaming for uh, an increase in minimum wage because they cannot make it on one income or even two anymore. Um, in the meantime, people who are commonly known as professionals are being forced into wage freezes because employers cannot afford them anymore due to China's cornering the market on cheaply made in items and services, might add. Uh, medical professionals are being asked to work more hours while the employers are fighting the unions over wage freezes and benefit cuts. The system is broken and will crash. Believe it or not, it will. When is the only question. In the near future, the wages of the person flipping burgers at McDonald's will equal the medical professional who incidentally will be forced to sell their homes because taxes are too high and their home prices have plummeted. That's what communism does, folks. It takes away the rich from the rich, gives to the poor, and tries to make everybody equal. However, the proletariat that run things um, are the ones that are driving around in cars and living in nice houses and apartments. Um, talk to people that used to live in the Soviet Union. <laughs> You'll find out. Um, if they weren't proletariat, that is. Um, it's funny, you know, you can talk to 50 people that lived in that system and they'll all say how lousy it was but you find the one person that worked um, in the system as a proletariat and they'll do nothing but sing the praises uh, we, oh it was hilarious um, I had a friend at work he, he's since passed away when I worked in the pharmacy down in uh, Sacramento and um, he was a Vietnam vet and he was very American um, I don't think I've met anybody that was American as Roger was. His name was Roger. I won't give you his last name. Um, and we had a, a pharmacist down there that was from um, from Russia um, or the Soviet Union. would probably be a better way to put it. Um, and the rumor was that she was one of the pharmacists that actually worked for um, Nikita Khrushchev, uh, one of his personal pharmacists. Um but when they got to this country, you know, they, they didn't recognize their schooling. So they, um, she was a pharmacy tech instead of a pharmacist. So, um, anyway, she was talking about how wonderful Russia, the Soviet Union was and how wonderful socialism is and how she thrived under it and everything else. And, and Roger just came unglued. <laughs> um, cause he fought and he fought in Vietnam. And he fought to fight against the communists, much like my dad did in, in Korea. And um, when he was done, he says, and you can take that and put it in your vodka glass and sip on it for a little while. <laughs> and it took everything in me not to laugh. I had to leave the room. Um, and it shut her up. And uh, she never brought it up again. So, um, and I thought it was kind of funny, too, because she hated the song Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. And I worked with her one day, and um, 
we had a, a CD player and it had that CD in it and I, I programmed it so I played that song over and over and over and over again. I know that sounds like a mean thing to do. There's going to be a lot of you out there that are going to say, you shouldn't have done that. You're a Christian. You shouldn't do that. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm not big on commies. And um, if they knock down my country while they're making a living here, then uh, that puts a double whammy on them as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, uh, we continue here. The drug companies are not feeling this pinch, however, talking about the, um, the move towards communism and how people are basically either becoming rich or poor, or, or should I say um, communist or poor. Uh, companies like Pfizer and Moderna and others will uh, be seen as saviors, the ones who saved the world from the pandemic. All the pandemic was dying away anyway, and it would have gone away on its own. I really do believe that. I don't even believe it's real, to tell you the truth. Um, Vaccine manufacturers are immune from prosecution. Did you know that? If you get a vaccine and it screws you up, you can't sue the company that made it. Yeah, they wrote that in the law. They they um they sent their lovely little um, lobbyist in to talk to the, um, the legislatures and stuff like that and wrote the law that you can't sue a, a pharmaceutical company for a vaccine that might have... Uh, killed you or a loved one or um, or maimed you or caused birth defects or whatever. Um, that's your government working for you, folks. Um, that's right. They cannot be sued for ill effects stemming from their poisons. Half of the population could die from side effects of the vaccine and the big pharma would, be, would continue to prosper. How is this? Who makes the remedy of who makes the remedy for the side effects that are caused by the vaccines. Well, Big Pharma does, of course. You get a headache, you take an aspirin or Motrin or something like that made by Big Pharma. You can't breathe, you, you like I can't. You know, you got to buy inhalers and special inhalers like I have to buy. And, um, you know, they're not cheap. And... Uh, Big farmers making money on it, so they they kill you, and then when you survive um, their attempted murder and you're maimed from it, they prosper from trying to keep you alive. Um, anyway, <laughs> okay, so corporations will pad the pockets of the politicians, and politicians those of the corporations. In the end, America will look very much like modern China and will dissolve into what was once the Soviet Empire. My dad told me when I was a very young man, he says, what's going to happen is that Russia's going to, the Soviets are going to become more like the Americans and the Americans are going to become more like the Soviets. And uh, my dad, as far as I know, did not have the prophetic gift, but I'm beginning to wonder sometimes when I think about the things that he said that are coming true these days. Okay, the next word that is an equivalent is schizo, S-C-H-I-Z-O. Now, schizo is an interesting word. Many people equate it with schizophrenia, and the root word fits well here. Uh, schizo means split, and it's the root word where we get the term schism. Uh, when a church splits, uh, the great schism was um, the split between the Eastern Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church, and then the next schism was when Protestantism um, basically um, separated itself from, from Roman Catholicism. So... 
in the church there's been two big schisms and and every time that you form a new denomination that's a schism too so it's a split one group of people splits from the other okay all right interestingly enough Pfizer does not produce any formulation that treats symptoms of schizophrenia maybe that maybe because the company is the uh, corporate epitome of the word schizo or split or division um Medicine is supposed to be dedicated to the healing of people, and many pharmaceutical companies are dedicated to this promise. Pfizer, however, seems split over whether they want to help people or make money while looking like they want to help people. Uh, what I present next is from Wikipedia. It shows how Pfizer always seems to end up in court because it can't decide whether to help people or to rob them of their money and even their lives or livelihoods. Um, you'll even see that one of the uh, drugs was tested on humans without having gone through rigorous laboratory trials. Hey, where have we heard that before? Oh, the COVID-19 vaccine. Anyway, so anyway, um, and this is from, um, I do believe it's from Wikipedia. So I want to give them credit for this. Uh, Pfizer is a, Pfizer is party to a number of lawsuits stemming from its pharmaceutical products as well as the practices of various companies it has merged with or acquired. The Quigley Company, which sold asbestos containing insulation, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but I can't think of a worse thing to buy than an asbestos company. Um, the Quigley Company, which sold asbestos-containing insulation products until the early 1970s, was acquired by Pfizer in 1968. And in 1968, the, um, the question about whether uh, asbestos was safe was alive and well. You know how I know this? I know this because my grandfather and my dad were both plumbers. And... While there was no concrete evidence yet, um, one day we were down in um, in the garage where the water heater was, and they had to put a new water heater in. Either that or it was a boiler, I can't remember. And it was coated with asbestos, and they were knocking the asbestos off without masks on. And I was standing not too far away, and they warned me to get away because this stuff isn't good for you. So they knew asbestos, and this was before 1968 even. This was like 1966 or 67. So... Um, even back then, they knew that there was a problem with asbestos. Uh, asbestos victims and Pfizer have been negotiating a settlement deal that calls for Pfizer to pay $430 million to 80% of existing plaintiffs. It will also place an additional $535 million into an asbestos settlement trust that will compensate future plaintiffs, as well as the remaining 20% of the plaintiffs with claims against Pfizer and Quigley. The compensation compensation deal is worth 965 million all up. Um, of the 535 million, 405 million is in a 40-year note from Pfizer, while 100 million will come from insurance policies. Gotta love insurance policies, especially if you're Pfizer. Um, Pfizer purchase shot. Um, Looks like Shiley or Shilly in 1979 at the onset of its convexo concave valve ordeal involving the Bjork uh, Shirley heart valve. 
Approximately 500 people died when defective valves failed, and in 1994, the United States ruled against Pfizer for $200 million. So, I don't know. They seem to buy, have a habit of buying companies that are uh, in litigation. Okay, the next one. A federal lawsuit was filed by a scientist claiming infection by a genetically modified virus while working for Pfizer, which resulted in her being intermittently paralyzed. McLean of Deep River suspects she was inadvertently exposed through work with a former Pfizer colleague in 2002 or 2003 to an engineered, and get this, engineered form of lentivirus, a virus similar to the one that can lead to acquired immune deficiency syndrome, also known as AIDS. They engineered a virus that was like AIDS, which means AIDS was probably engineered. Didn't just happen, folks. It didn't come from monkeys. It didn't come from anywhere else. It was manufactured in a lab and I think deliberately placed into the homosexual community to get rid of the homosexuals. Now, I'm not homosexual and I don't like that lifestyle, but I don't think people deserve to die because of their lifestyle. Okay. Um, People need to hear about Yeshua and have Yeshua take them out of a lifestyle. Um, and that's what we always pray for. And I've seen it happen twice, and I know it's happened plenty of times. Okay, the court found that McLean failed to demonstrate that her illness was caused by exposure to lentivirus, but also that Pfizer violated whistleblower laws. Ooh, <laughs> they went after a whistleblower. Um. Boy, you can't get worse than that, going after a whistleblower. That's why people don't want to be whistleblowers, because they're always found out, and they always suffer the consequences. Okay, next one. Health insurance company Blue Cross Blue Shield, BCBS, is another name, um, filed a lawsuit against Pfizer for reportedly illegally marketing their drugs Bextra, Geodon, and Lyrica. BCBS um, is reporting that Pfizer used kickbacks and wrongly persuaded doctors to prescribe the drugs. Fierce Pharma reported that, according to the suit, the drug maker not only handed out those misleading materials of off-label uses. What's an off-label use? An off-label use is, um, uh, you know, you take aspirin for pain. An off-label use would be placing the aspirin on your tooth to get rid of pain. Um, not really meant to go on your tooth because it eats the enamel up. Um, I can't think of another off-label use right now, but um, there are many. And um, if the insurance company knows that you're using a drug for an off-label use, they don't like it and they'll refuse to pay for it. And usually it ends up coming out of your pocket or my pocket, not the drug company, um, according to or the doctor. According to the suit, the drug maker not only handed out those misleading materials of available uses, but sent doctors on Caribbean junkets and paid them $2,000 honoraria in return for their listening to lectures about Bextra. More than 5,000 healthcare professionals were entertained at meetings in the Bahamas, Virgin Islands, and across the U.S., the suit alleges. The case was settled in 2014 for $325 million dollars. It's like Pfizer doesn't care what they do as long as they can just pay their way out of it. And believe me, they have the money to do it. Man, I am getting a sore neck. 
Um, okay, next one. Controversy arose over the drug Celebrex. Brigham Young University said that a professor of chemistry, Dr. Daniel Simons, or Simmons, uh, discovered an enzyme in the 1990s that would later lead toward the development of Celebrex. BYU was originally seeking 50% of the royalties on sales, which would equate to about $9.7 billion. The court filing showed that the research agreement was made with Monsanto, another bad player, whose pharmaceutical business was later acquired by Pfizer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's like, that would be like Hitler buying Stalin. Um, okay, this was later acquired by Pfizer to develop a better aspirin. The enzyme that Dr. Simons claims to have discovered would induce pain and inflammation while causing gastrointestinal problems, which Celebrex is used to reduce those issues. In other words, aspirin uh, in place of aspirin. Um, a battle ensued, lasting over six years because BYU claimed that Pfizer did not give him credit or compensation while Pfizer claims it had met all obligations regarding the Monsanto Agreement. This culminated in a $450 million amicable settlement without going to trial. Pfizer said it would take $450 million charge against the first quarter earnings to settle. Now here's the big kahuna. Nigeria Trovafloxacin uh, lawsuit. Okay. Uh, the main article, Ab Abdullah versus Pfizer Incorporated. In 1996, an outbreak of measles, cholera, and bacterial meningitis occurred in Nigeria. Pfizer representatives and personnel from a contract research organization, a CRO, traveled to Kano and set up a clinical trial and administered an experimental antibiotic, trovafloxacin, to approximately 200 children. Local Kano officials reported that more than 50 children died in the experiment, while many others developed mental and physical deformities. The nature and frequency of both fatalities and other adverse outcomes were similar to those historically found among pediatric patients treated for meningitis in sub-Saharan Africa. In 2001, families of the children, as well as the governments of Kano and Nigeria, uh, filed lawsuits regarding the treatment. According to the news program Democracy Now!, researchers did not obtain, cons not obtain signed consent forms, and medical personnel said Pfizer did not tell parents their children were getting the experimental drug. That's a big no-no here in the States. God, is that a big no-no. Um, the lawsuits also accused, and this, I have this highlighted in this article, the lawsuit also accused Pfizer of using the outbreak to perform unapproved human testing, as well as allegedly underdosing a controlled group being treated with traditional antibiotics in order to skew the results of the trial in favor of Trovin. Unapproved human testing. Isn't that interesting? That's the COVID-19 vaccine, folks. And the only way that they're going to prove it is by testing it on people. All right? While the specific um, facts of the case remain in dispute, 
Both Nigerian medical personnel and at least one Pfizer physician have stated that the trial was conducted without regulatory approval. It gets worse. In 2007, Pfizer published a statement of defense letter. The letter states that the drug's oral form was safer and easier to administer, that Trovan had been used safely in over 5,000 Americans prior to the Nigerian trial, that mortality in patients treated by Pfizer was lower than that observed historically in African meningitis epidemics, and that no unusual side effects... (laughs) Death is not a side effect, okay. Unrelated to meningitis were observed after four weeks. Okay. In June 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court rejected Pfizer's appeal against a ruling allowing lawsuits by the Nigerian families to proceed. Okay, so you think all is well in hockey-dory now. Well, here we go. In December of 2010, WikiLeaks released U.S. diplomatic cables, which indicate that Pfizer had hired investigators to find evidence of corruption against Nigerian Attorney General Ayondaka to persuade him to drop legal action. Doesn't that sound like Ukraine and the Bidens? It sounds exactly like it. Um, when the Washington Post reporter Joe Stevens, who helped break the story in 2000, called these actions dangerously close to blackmail. Um, in response, the company has released a press statement describing the allegations as preposterous and stating that they acted in good faith. Aon Doaka, who had allegedly demanded bribes from Pfizer in return for this is this is the other side of the story demanded bribes from Pfizer in return for the settlement of the case, was declared unfit for office and had his U.S. visa revoked in association with corruption charges in 2010. Isn't that what the Bidens did to that that uh, ambassador uh, or that attorney general that was over in the Ukraine who was investigating the uh, Biden family and their connections? Had him fired. I'm telling folks, um, the devil and his minions do not have a lot of original ideas and things repeat over and over and over and over again. My goodness. If I had a dollar for every schmuck in this world, I could retire and, and buy everybody a Mercedes. Um, after reading the above, can anyone seriously allow an injection from such a company to be placed in deep in an arm muscle? especially since, like above, the injection is really untested. Not me. Okay, next one is uh, Genie, J-E-A-N-I-E. It's a a proper female woman's name. Um, Genie Walls is the Senior Regulatory Affairs Manager at Pfizer Australia. She has also worked in the field research and development for Pfizer during her 18-year career at Pfizer Australia. A senior regulatory affairs manager is responsible for working with government officials that are in charge of governmental regulations for product distribution. In layman's terms, she tries to do everything that she can to ramrod through the approval of Pfizer products. Basically, sounds right. Um, Having experience in research and development goes a long way to equip someone with the scatological terminology to convince governmental authorities to quickly approve a product, 
like the COVID-19 vaccine, for instance, which was approved by many governments, although it never went through animal testing. Like we uh, read in the last description, Pfizer likes to introduce medications to the general public without fully testing the product. Now, the next one that came along, next word is gargoyles. <laughs> now, it's kind of weird, huh? If I think of gargoyles, I think of a Gothic church over in France or something that has them all over. Um, gargoyles can be found in many medieval buildings. On some buildings, they are used as, as a gutter spouts that direct water away from the building. On other buildings, such as churches, they were often used as a superstitious method to ward off demons and other evil beings. Um, the interesting things that gargoyles exhibit is that they are often chimera-looking chimera creatures, having the form of two animals, many times uh, human-looking figures with other animal features. Uh, what I think is noteworthy is that there are some very intelligent people um, who opposed the mRNA vaccine that Pfizer's putting out and Moderna, stating that it changes the DNA of the person that receives the vaccination. Um, technically, this makes them a chimera, uh, since they are a combination of two different species. The modern term that many people employ are animal-human hybrids. Okay, the next phrase that we have is garment of the second atom. Kind of weird, huh? Second Adam? Who's the second Adam? Okay, now this is a stretch, but it makes sense to me. The Bible refers to the second Adam as Yeshua HaMashiach, or Jesus Christ. The first Adam, whose name was Adam, brought mankind into the bondage of sin through his disobedience, while the second Adam did away with, this, with sin through the obedience and righteousness uh, and his shed blood. Uh, some, including myself, believe that one of the lies that the man of perdition or the antichrist will use to coerce people into taking his mark is that he will promise them. Um, let me scroll down here. He will promise them what uh, he promised Kava or Eve in the garden that she would not die and that her eyes would be open, that she would be like God. If the vaccine that mRNA vaccine from Pfizer and Moderna are offering do change a human's DNA. It could be a precursor to later vaccines or genetic engineering that would be touted as a way to achieve eternal life or divinity. We are already hearing that because of a phenomena called ADE. Remember I said we were going to get to that. It stands for antibody dependent enhancement. And it may be necessary for those receiving the mRNA vaccines to have to receive boosters on a regular basis because their vaccine tends to destroy the body's ability to create antibodies. Could some of those boosters contain other things that could change a person's DNA so that they aren't completely homo sapien or rational man, but are homo noeticus, which the New Age describes as having, and here's a list here, okay? The New Age says that the, the next evolutionary leap in humanity will be to Homo noeticus, who will possess enhanced DNA, have a direct connection to higher awareness, superior mental and analytical capabilities, intuitive, talented, extra, and being extra agile, um, extre extreme sensitivity to thought and emotion, healing abilities, uh, 
seeing unusual beings and or strange orbs of light, nonverbal communications like telepathy and sign language, speaking in alien languages, an alien has a brackets around it, that's interesting, like otherworldly, uh, telekinetic abilities, photographic memory, past life memories, manipulation of time and space, information that they have not consciously learned, downloaded information like knowledge bombs, which cause headaches, able to see with various parts of their bodies, strong sense of purpose and mission. Now, there's a new phrase that's being used that's something akin to homo noeticus, and that phrase is homo deus, which trans out from the Latin to be man-god. While homo noeticus seems to be a leap in evolution based on a more spiritual foundation, homo deus is used to donate, denote um, evolution through technological means. A good definition of homo uh, Deus reads, um, Homo Deus, God-man, is a way to describe a potential next stage in human evolution where we control our own destinies and future evolution rather than being shaped and limited by nature's mechanisms of life. This could mean attaining immortality, for instance, through the use of replacement organs, cybernetics, gene manipulation, computerized brain emulation, or a combination of all these and other means to extend life. Though the term may be relatively new, science fiction writers have long toyed with the philosophical ideas and consequences of man being able to shape their own biological evolution and thus becoming their own gods in a sense. Well, in either case, um, it's based on enhanced DNA, and one has to ask if the if the beginning of this enhancement is via the injection of a supposed of something that's supposed to protect mankind from a pandemic form to coerce men into taking the vaccine using covert means. What do I mean by that? Um, okay, and that's what I got to fix. Anyway, um, COVID means covert means. I mean. Um, Interesting, covert and COVID they'll sound a lot alike, different meanings, but they sound alike. Anyway, um, and maybe it was an Albany paper. Anyway, one thing I found of interest came to me via a local newspaper published in Albany, Oregon. The article was borrowed from another source by the paper. The article was titled something like, COVID-19 might actually help to prevent getting the virus. Well, excuse me, but isn't that what vaccines are supposed to do to help the recipient to form antibodies that will prevent disease? The article title might have been a fluke except for one major gaffe. The vaccine was never tested on animals or very few animals, so the test study animals are really the people that are getting the, the injection. Okay. Oh, you're getting Nazi Germany's Dr. Mengele would have loved this sort of thing because it is essentially what he practiced. Uh, incidentally, um, this practice violates the Nuremberg Laws, which 
ratified by the United Nations, and to my knowledge, medical procedures and medicines aren't supposed to be used without testing on animals first, according to those laws. But who cares about laws anymore, right? Uh, point of all this being that we will receive immortality, um, immorality too, I guess. No, sorry. Let me back up. Point of this being that we will receive immortality through Yeshua HaMashiach and He alone, Jesus Christ alone. And anyone that tries to do it any other way is attempting to wear the garments of the second Adam or the garments of Yeshua or the practice or the um, method that He used to save mankind and give us immortality. Okay, the next phrase is Ophidian Kundalini Snake. <laughs> okay. This is pretty interesting, actually. Uh, defined, Orphidian means snake-like or snake. Kundalini is a Hindu spirit that mimics Yahweh's Holy Spirit. Many New Agers that claim to, ha claim to have what they call the Holy Spirit actually present, uh, possess the uh, Kundalini spirit, and it is manifesting in some false cult-like activities that are occurring in the modern church especially in charismatic ministries, uh, are the, that's where they're prevalent. Uh, many of the manifestations of the Toronto and Pensacola revivals manifested the Kundalini attributes, claiming that they were Holy Spirit manifestations. Things like jerky body motions, manifesting animal noises, and writhing on the floor in a serpentine manner are manifestations of the Kundalini spirit, not the Holy Spirit. God is a God of order, and a God, or, and the Holy Spirit is a spirit of order. And writhing on the floor like a snake and hissing and making animal noises is something that I don't find in Scripture. Um, it's it's. But if you um, if you do a um, a YouTube um, search on uh, the Kundalini spirit, um, you're going to find some really disturbing things. Um, that's all I'm going to say, but uh, the um, the Hindus believe that the Kundalini spirit um, is a snake that wraps itself around the uh, the, the vertebrae, your your backbone, and um, and controls you uh, in a manner much like uh, an anti um, Holy Spirit. Um, okay, supposing that the mRNA vaccine is a sham and that it really meant. It's really meant for nefarious, nefarious purposes. Could be an open door for the Kundalini spirit and other malevolent spirits to enter into a person, even a Christian. If you haven't gotten the vaccine yet, you might want to sit back for a few months and see what sort of manifestations arise from taking this concoction into your body. Be anxious for nothing, the scripture tells us. Okay, the next phrase is monitorial star. This is an interesting numeric equivalent. It has Masonic ties. The monitorial is a part of the ritual that inducts Masons into the Masonic Rite. One of the things that they are given is called the Blazing Star. This is the first thing that I have ever seen that connects the Masonic cult with Pfizer. After reading all that we have above concerning the vaccine, could it be part of some sort of mechanism that will be connected someday with the Masonic Lodge and the Luciferian initiation? 
Remember that we talked earlier about the uh, connection to human evolution. Some suspect that the Luciferian initiation will be part of that evolution. Ask just about any Mason that you know about the superiority to normal man on his superiority to the normal man on the street. Um, If they're honest, they will profess to know that they know secrets that normal people do do not possess and uh, progress in rights until they find out the truth about who the God of Masonry is. They find out that he's Lucifer. However, this knowledge is only known in the last two rites of the order, the 32nd and 33rd degree. Okay, the next word is AliExpress, A-L-I Express. Um, the only connection between AliExpress and Pfizer is that Pfizer has a large store on this online market. The next, um, I would say, letters are XPX. Now, this is a firm that was formerly called Carter, Morrison, Goodrich. They're an investment bank. They are investment bankers. In short, uh, this is a consortium of bankers and ex-Pfizer research and development executives that help investors to invest in many things, including pharmaceutical stocks and securities. I'll bet they helped uh, many of the investors choose Pfizer stock both before and during the pandemic, and I wouldn't doubt that they did get kickbacks from Kaiser. Okay, the next word is, uh, or phrase is, Heriophant Last Card. That's H-I-E-R-O-P-H-A-N-T and then Last Card. This is a card in a tarot deck. It supposedly plays the role of an advisor. If it's given in a positive aspect, it stands for tradition, conformity, morality, and ethics. If it's given in its negative aspect, it means rebellion, subversiveness, and new approaches. From what we've learned about Pfizer and their underhanded ways, it must have been dealt in the negative aspect. Pfizer, with its novel COVID-19 mRNA vaccine, vaccine, uh, was birthed in rebellion. a rebellion against, you know, the, uh, the legal authority of President Trump um, because of COVID, um, and also a rebellion by the, the Chinese who are out to uh, take us over and cause rebellion in this country. Um, it has led to subversiveness um, in the pharmaceutical community, and the new approach that it has used uh, is injecting humans as test animals without any trials or in a lab or in animals themselves. Okay, next word is Heron's formula, H-E-R-O-N-S, formula. In geometry, Heron's formula, named after Hero of Alexandria, gives the area of a triangle when the length of all three sides is known. Unlike other triangle formulae, there is no need to calculate the angles or other distances than a triangle first. There are problems with this formula. John D. Cook argues, and I quote, Heron's formula computes the areas of a triangle giving the length of each side. If you have a very thin triangle, uh, one or two of the sides approximately equal S, and the third side is much shorter, a direct implication of Heron's formula may not be accurate. So it's not an accurate thing if um, if certain conditions exist, which means it's 
not accurate at all. Now equate this with Pfizer's mRNA vaccine. By the formula that they used and by the reasoning that they have adopted, they purport that their vaccine is viable or living or truthful. However, they uh, took many shortcuts, just like Heron's formula is a shortcut, but like most shortcuts, you chance not producing the intended results. You ever taken a shortcut when you were driving? A lot of times you end up in the wrong place or far away from where you want to be. And it's that way in life when you take shortcuts. Many times they don't work out. Sometimes in order, well, what's that saying? Uh, The grass isn't always greener on the other side. And sometimes you end up um, jumping from the fire pan right into the fire. Okay. Next word is erythmotherin. Okay, this gets kind of complicated, and I'll try to explain it. It is a mathematical theory defined thusly. Um, Erythmos, uh, term or image, uh, script image, um, it's in Greek language. Um, Alternate spellings, um, short description. um, There are no alternate spellings. Short description, um, number. Um, long description, number for the Pythagoreans, number is the first principle. Um, Iambilicus sometimes identifies the gods with Arithmoi, uh regarding the first numbers from the monad to the decad as deities and archetypical models of uh, manifestations. The numerical organization of the cosmos requires to treat the organizing principles of the bodies as physical numbers and distinguishes them from mathematical numbers, which are paradigms of physical numbers, but the ideal noetic, here's that word noetic again, and edetic, um, which is from the word edeticos, uh, numbers transcend even mathematical numbers. And uh, I provided a source, uh, the Golden Chain and Anthology, excuse me, of Platonic and uh, Pythagorean uh, philosophy by Dan Algis, um, and the last name I'm not even going to try to pronounce, Uzdavanis, I guess is how it's said. Now, in English, um, in biblical eschatology, this theory on is used... Um, when the man of perdition is mentioned in Revelation, it's the, num- it's the way that the number 666 is used in Scripture, which says that it's the number of a man and the number of his name, and that he is the beast and has evil intent. Using this theorem to guess who the Antichrist is has never worked, because he will be revealed when Yahweh wants him to be revealed, um, thus making this theorem in this instance, useless and nullified. So what does this mean when it comes to Pfizer and the mRNA vaccine? It means that if they used it to manufacture the vaccine, it will come to nothing. Yes, um, it's being used to alter DNA, but um, using it as a device to bring people closer to accepting the mark of the beast, it will not work. Um I do believe, however, that as a precursor to other modes of DNA manipulation, placing this one on a dangerous list. But on this list, that uh, will be checked off as being useless. 
Um, it will, however, be detrimental to its recipients, just like shortcuts often lead to bad choices. The next word is Nautilus. And right away you think of the Nautilus that lives in the ocean. But Nautilus is also a magazine that examines medicine and science. Uh, they produced an article where they proposed that the vaccine that's being given today might be effective on the on the Chinese strain, but that through mutation, the virus has what is called an escape potential of overcoming the vaccine. Thus, the vaccine will not be effective for other variants of the virus that are mutating. Pfizer is on record as saying that their mRNA vaccine, they feel, will be effective against these new mutations. However, since they haven't tested it effectively on other animals to see how it works, I doubt seriously that they will know what it will do and what it will protect people from if it works at all. Okay, the next word is amiets. It's A-M-M-I-Y-T-S. This is a Hebrew word found in scripture. It means courageous, mighty, and strong. It could also mean that the virus is too strong for the vaccine, which would be borne out by there being a booster shot in 28 days from the first shot. It could also mean that the vaccine is too strong for the human body. Uh, we know that we know that it increases the antibodies, but that the antibodies wane in number by the 28th day, which is why the second booster is needed. But what most people do not know that is this is a, a repeated cycle. However, it doesn't diminish antibodies against COVID-19, but it um, but it diminishes antibodies against other maladies, which can lead people to be susceptible to other diseases, even causing the body to, to acquire immune, autoimmune diseases. You know what else I find? This is the end of the article, by the way. Um, but what I find interesting is that, um, from my understanding, is that this virus or fragment or... Um, Fragments that are cut off. Uh, if you look at the virus, it's got these little spikes on it, and the spikes are what are cut off, and um, those are the, that's what's injected into the body, the human body. And uh, these spikes tend to enter human cells, and um, this causes the body to make uh, antibodies to destroy that cell. Well, if it takes over that cell. Let's just say that half of the cell has still has the human DNA in it, and the other half doesn't. What's to stop the body from getting confused and attack the human aspect of the cell? If it attacks the human aspect of the cell, it's developing antibodies that will actually fight against the body itself. Um, that's what autoimmune diseases do. So could this be a a preceptor of uh, autoimmune diseases? Are there going to be new autoimmune diseases that come down the pike because of the COVID-19 vaccine, especially the mRNA vaccines? Um, there are other vaccines that are being developed. One's uh, coming out by Johnson & Johnson, and it's a vaccine much like the flu vaccine is. It, um, it takes the uh, COVID vaccine, and it's either dead or it's very weakened, it's injected into the body, and then the body's able to produce antibodies uh, like normal vaccines do. Um, there probably are problems with the vaccine. It probably has an adjutant to it, uh, and that is either uh, probably aluminum or maybe a derivative of mercury. 
because you have to put something in it to make it um, stable so for transportation and stuff like that, um, especially in multi-dose vials where, um, you know, there might be five or six or, or five or ten doses in a vial. And so you stick a syringe in, you pull out for one dose, and then you put it back in the refrigerator, pull it back out, draw up for another dose, and you do that ten times. Well, that's going to let things get introduced into the vaccine that um, no matter how hard you try, um, there's going to be bacteria or other things that will be, every time you put a needle in, um, there's an opening into the membrane of the vial, and, um, and things can enter in however small or whatever, and um, things like mercury and um, aluminum and other um, adjuvants, um, they they tend to stop that from happening, and they also make the, make it more stable so it can be um, distributed, um, you know, sent across country and, and not uh, lose its uh, potency, so to speak. So... Um, Anyway, I know some people that are waiting for the J&J vaccine because they feel that it'll be a better vaccine and will cause all the problems that the mRNA vaccines are supposed to um, supposed to cause. Um, so anyway, um, it looks like uh, there are a lot of things in uh, the um, Gamatria that uh, shed light on uh, Pfizer that aren't good. And... Um, it shows it to be a, a company that doesn't really care about medicine, but about making money. A uh, company that is willing to um, use you as a guinea pig in order to see if their if their formulation uh, works correctly. Um, they're willing to destroy your immune system, um, and you know if 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 there are booster shots that are going to be required. It might turn you into um, a person that needs those booster shots all the time the rest of your life. Who knows? Um, so it's something to think about taking this vaccine. If you're going to do it, um, just be careful, okay? Um, it's your body. It's God gave you that body. And if you're a, a believer in Yeshua, your, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And we are commanded not to destroy the temple. It says in um, Scripture, whoever destroys the temple, God will destroy him. Um, so if you're already taking it, uh, remember there's a Scripture that says no weapon formed against you will prosper. I don't think that's an excuse for you to take it, but if you've already taken it, then uh, know that God will watch out for you. Yahweh will watch out for you and take care of you. And... Um, just pray that uh, there are negative, no negative effects to the vaccine if you've taken it already. Um, but uh, Pfizer's not a, a good player. Pfizer's evil. And um, we can only hope and pray that, uh, that um, the plans that the enemy has against us to annihilate us will be turned around and, and annihilate the enemy. Um, I would like nothing better than to see the elites come down with something that's incurable. Um, and also people in government who don't care about you and me. Uh, if they came down with it, it wouldn't bother me one bit. Um, so anyway, um, we, we are we are told to pray against or for our enemies. But um, the best way to pray in, in that instance is to pray that... Um, God's will is done in their life. 
Okay, you can't go wrong with that prayer, even if you're praying for somebody you love. Um, that you pray that God's will for their life and in any situation will be successful. If His will is to save, you know, save them from a, a deadly disease, then that'll happen. If it's His will to bring them home, then that'll happen. But um, you know, you can't go wrong praying God's will in every circumstance. Um, unless you know specific things that um, need to be said, it's probably the best way to pray. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to end this, and then I'm going to upload it and get it up online and um, and all the places it's got to go to, and, uh, and then we'll go from there. But um, anyway, it was a pleasure talking about this tonight. I am going to be doing, um, I think I'm going to... Um, do a uh, gematria study on mrna and see what comes up and there are a couple of other things that i want to do too in that in that arena so um stay tuned there'll be more i'll be adding more to this and um on uh, monday brian and i'll be back and you know what i right now i can't remember what we're going to be talking about but i will publish that on uh, gab and on uh, miwi and um you know, in other places. So, um, but know that uh, late on Monday night there will be a show posted to Rumble. Uh, it'll be a video show. There'll be an audio show posted to Podbean and to Spreaker, and from there it'll go to many other places, um, including iHeartRadio. So, um, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he give you peace, may he give you rest and comfort in these trying times. And until we meet again, adios, good night, or good morning as the case may be.